Er ni, det er du da. Mm. 3, 2, 1, og så optager vi begge to på samme tid. Juhu! Goddag og velkommen til endnu et langdistance boogie-afsnit, og vi er i den helt grove øhm, nedtælling. Agnette, kan du huske, hvor mange afsnit der er, vi har tilbage, hvor det er dig og mig? Jeg tror, det er, jeg tror faktisk, jeg kan mærke det der med at starte nedtællingen meget t- relativt tidligt, men også sådan ret tæt på. Det, giver mig lidt, det gør mig lidt nervøs, fordi så føler jeg, at der er sådan ekstra pres på... Oh. Jamen, på de ikke, resterende programmer. Der er ikke noget pres på de resterende programmer. Det er bare det der med, at øhm, det er dig og mig i dag. Og så har vi nogle overraskelser. Så har vi nogle overraskelser. Så har vi, ja. så har vi en overraskelse, jeg ikke kan sige noget om. Og så har vi en til overraskelse, jeg ikke kan sige noget om. Og så har vi en tredje overraskelse, jeg heller ikke kan sige noget om. Fordi vi har faktisk lidt nævnt det før. I hvert fald to af dem. Og så mm. har vi dig og mig i dag. Dig og mig. Og og, og, dig og, mig, og dig og mig, og dig og mig, og dig og mig. Så med i dag, så er det, så det er en helt fem, håndfuld dig og mig tilbage. Ja. Og, yep, den her, yep. og den her lille finger, den bliver bare kortere og kortere og kortere. <laughs> <laughs> der er allerede gået et minut. Shit. Ja. Og jeg lader være med at bande. Jeg klipper det her ud. Ej, det gør jeg ikke. Men mor, det her det er det sidste gang, jeg banner. Tror du det? Nej. Jeg tror, at det, gør, det giver mig lyst til at få dig til at bande, når du siger sådan noget. <laughs> ja, men altså, så prøv, så får du bare for mig i stemning. Nu sidder jeg ja. her. Øhm, vi sidder jo øhm, i hver sit land. Og, ja. Jeg kommer ud af skoven. Øh, du kommer ud af skoven, og det gør mig så glad og rolig. <laughs> øhm, det er virkelig meget nemmere og meget mindre skørt også. Altså, øh, det her det er nogle ordnet forhold. Det er noget, jeg godt kan med. Ja. Men i dag... Det er, jo faktisk meget, det er jo faktisk en lille finger med dig og mig, fordi at øh, folk, de skulle begynde... Der vandede jeg igen. <laughs> jeg skulle ikke engang gøre noget. Du skulle ikke gøre noget som helst. Så gud, folk er begyndt at henvende sig til mm-hmm. os. Og vi har hele to lytterønsker i dag. Yay. Og de, jeg er så glad for dem. Jeg er så glad for dem. De er mega søde og gode. Og... Og, og, og den sidste af dem har jeg også en lidt romantisk oplevelse med dig, Agnete. Øhm, Ej. Jo, men det kommer senere, så det var rigtig dejligt, at der er nogen, der ønskede den her sang, fordi at den var på en måde allerede din og min sang, Agnete. Wow, <laughs> ja, ikke? det glæder jeg mig til at høre mere om. Jo, helt vildt. Øhm, og... Skal vi starte? Ja, ja men, så altså, har du... ja, men nej, men fordi jeg, vi er stadigvæk ved at forklare oplægget til dagens program. Det er rigtigt. Det er rigtigt. Vi har et postkort på en måde. Mm-hmm. En feature. Et helt nyt boogie. Altså, vi er jo... Ja. Det er jo der er aldrig, ja, hvis du nogensinde har set nogen speed up ved The Finish Line, så har du aldrig set mig og Nete gøre det. Fordi at der sker, der sker nogle ting. Øh, jeg synes, nye formater. Nye formater. Og bare... Altså, altså barn. Where is the bar? We are standing on it. Um, så alt i alt, kære lytter, hvis du lyttede med i sidste uge, så um, der var der nede ved et lavpunkt, men, hvis, men der, er noget, der er noget, der hedder at rejse op, hvis det tre, du mm. faldt med. Og mm. det var bare en helt ny situation. Det var life as we don't know it. Mm. Um, og 
det var også faktisk... Øh, det, ved, ved, ved du hvorfor, at jeg kaldte det, øh, at jeg sagde det? Nej, hvorfor? Det var fordi, at der var en, jeg gik på gymnasiet med, som havde en øh, blog, øh, som hed Tobis blog, som... Øh, og så på, det var på blogspot.com. Har du nogensinde været der? Jeg har været på blogspot. Og så, så har jeg brugt meget tid. Sådan, headline var ligesom, life as we don't know it. Og det er sådan... Jeg synes bare, at det er en catchphrase, og jeg havde lige set ham på gaden øh, ugen før. Og så var jeg bare sådan der, life as we don't know it. Genial. Genial. En rest fra 2012. 8. Okay. <laughs> Ønskeligt. Nå, det var nemlig det, det var lige slutspurten med Blogspot, at Tobis mm. Corner kom. Ja, helt klart. Øhm, og sådan er det måske også lidt med os og Boogie og øh, hvad hedder det, øh, den her form for 70'er radio, vi laver. Ja, Ja, yeah. det er i hvert fald sådan, det er. <laughs> det er i hvert fald sådan, det er. Men nok om det. Vil du, har du, hvad hedder det, dagens første lytterønske ved din hånd? Ja, det har jeg faktisk. Eller, Eller det skærm. kan jeg meget hurtigt få. <laughs> øhm. <laughs> Ej, bare i, i et parallelt univers, så kommer alle de her lytterønsker med brev, så man også ser folks håndskrift. Jeg synes virkelig, det er så dejligt, når, øhm. ja, når man får en besked. Altså, det gør mig bare så glad. Øhm, kan du den måske... Er vil du, vil du måske, ja, den er kommet på mail, så, men, men kan du måske læse den, op, læse den op, som om, at det er søndag, og det er det elektriske barometer? Nå oh, ja. Uh, det er, at jeg ved ikke, om jeg kan gøre det lige så godt, som det elektriske barometer gjorde det, men jeg kan i hvert fald godt læse det op med... En søndagstemme. Jeg har heller ikke, jeg har heller ikke din radiostemme. Nej, jeg prøver at læse det op, og så... Øh, ja, det er rigtigt. <clears throat> nu bliver jeg nervøs. Jeg driller dig bare lidt. Du driller mig så meget. Jeg har slet ikke dit performance-gen. <laughs> okay, her kommer et lytterønske fra Nis. Lytterønske, bi lambam. Hej, Boogie. Tak for et virkelig dejligt program og alt den gode musik. Sidste... Ej, der er faktisk et udropstegn, så det er måske alt den gode musik. Udropstegn. På sidste programs opfordring vil jeg gerne komme med et lytterønske. Det virkelig dejlige og fredfyldte nummer Bilambam af Tumani Diabate og Balaka Sisoko fra albumet New Ancient Strings. Albumet er en genfortolkning af de to musikers fædres album fra 1970, Ancient Strings, og sangene på albumet er alle duetter spillet på det traditionelle malisiske strenginstrument Kora. Hvis I er mere interesseret, er Wikipedia-artiklen om albumet ret detaljeret og spændende. Hilsner, Nis. Smiley. Tusind, tusind tak for det. Uha, lad os høre nummeret, og så har jeg faktisk en tilføjelse, fordi ja, der er jo sket noget, men det er en cliffhanger. Det er det, vi mm. arbejder med her. Tusind tak, Nis.
Tusind, tusind, wow. tusind tak, Nis. Fantastisk. Jeg ved ikke, Nis, om du godt ved, at mig og Nette, vi har jo en svaghed for koramusik. <laughs> det kunne godt, det var, ja. Det, det sidder jeg også, jeg tænkte på. Jeg har også, mens vi lyttede til nummeret, så kunne jeg altså ikke dybe mig for lige at tjekke den øh, omtalte Wikipedia-side ud. Og jeg fik bare lige lyst til at inddrage eller nævne, bl- en, altså blandt mange andre dejlige ting, der står, så øh, beskriver den ligesom, hvordan at de duetter her, eller det her album, uh, New Ancient Strings, blev optaget uh, i et live take i en sådan elfenbenshal, i, eller sådan en hallway, i uh, et konferencecenter i Bamako. Bamako? Bamako? Bamako. Som er, uh, Mali, Bamako, som er uh, Malis hovedstad. Den, uh, en aften den 22. september 1997, som også er Malis uafhængighedsdag. Uh, og jeg synes bare, det var så... Der st- ja, den, den her side ude den udvikler lige, eller den forklarer bare, hvordan de ligesom har ja, fortolket deres forældres musik, og også ind, altså, inddrager mange nye koreteknikker, som jeg synes, altså jeg kender ikke forskel på ny og gammel koreteknik, men jeg synes bare, det lød så meget, meget så dejligt, det her stykke musik. Ej. Tusind tak, Nis. Tusind, tusind tak. Tusind, det tror jeg, jeg skal have noget mere af. Ja. Det skal Fortsæt du da. Det Cora, Cora <laughs> ja, ej, vi skal have... Jeg vil ønske, vi burde, ja, vi skulle, hvis vi havde haft flere programmer, så skulle vi altså have lavet en, 
øh, en Cora-special. Hmm. Det kan være måske et andet univers. Ja, og det, er måske, det kan være, at det heller ikke er sidste gang i vores liv, vi laver radio. Ja, jeg kommer ja. bare til at være sådan lidt... Øh, ja. Ja. Apropos sidste gang, så er der en fantastisk musiker, som efter 81 år øh, på den her øh, jord har åndet ud. Og det er simpelthen Pharaoh Sanders. Og det var virkelig underligt, vi optager i dag den søndag den 25. september, og han døde i går den 24. september. Og øh, jeg var ude at køre en tur, og øh, så havde jeg lyst til at høre noget, der passede til det. Og så, så kunne jeg ikke lige huske navnet på ham. Jeg ledte efter et bestemt, et bestemt nummer. Nogle gange så kan man bare huske en, en stemning og noget, man gerne vil høre. Og så er det sådan, hvad er det nu, jeg gerne vil høre? Og så, mm. og så, øhm, så faldt jeg over ham. Og så var jeg sådan, nej, nah, jeg ved ikke lige, for jeg vil gerne vise min ven, som jeg er ude at køre med, jeg vil gerne vise hende, øhm, det, øh, ham. Og, men jeg kunne ikke lige, det, jeg kunne ikke lige, det gik ikke lige op. Og så finder jeg så ud af, om aftenen, at han er gået bort. Mm. Og... Øhm, det er bare en af mine gode, gode, gode elskede. Øhm, og øh, så nu kommer jeg faktisk til at vælge et andet nummer, men jeg synes, det går lidt i god forlængelse af Tumane Dibati og Balaka Sisoko. Øhm, men et nummer, som det er lang tid siden, jeg sidst har hørt det. Jeg plejer mest at høre det om vinteren, men jeg tænker, det måske er meget godt til sådan, øhm, den her årstid også. Øh, og det er øh, nummeret, der hedder Last at the Edge of the World. Jeg havde overvejet nummeret Astral Traveling, for det er også bare... Ja. Øh, det ja. synes jeg også var ligesom, når nogen de skal ud af det her realm, så passer det, men ja. det her det er, sådan, det er sådan en sang, som jeg sådan, øh, føler mig meget forelsket, når jeg hører, øh, så vidt jeg husker. Men her kommer Last at the Edge of the World med Pharaoh Sanders, og tak for alt. Ja. Kæmpe tak.
If love had a name, huh? Ej, jeg bliver bare så rørt. Det er virkelig sådan... Ja, det er bare... Det er så sublimt, altså. Virkelig. Og meget sådan... Øhm, ja, altså det... Ja, jeg ved ikke. Det får mig bare til at tænke på, hvor, hvor magisk... Hvor magisk musik er, og sådan... Den måde at kommunikere på. Det er meget... Ja. Det er også bare det der med... Jeg tænker bare så tit på det der med at skrive lyd. Og det der med lyd og bølger og kunne optage det. Altså, overvej det. Sådan her, Ferro Sanders findes ikke længere. Men Ferro Sanders findes. Og bare sådan... Det her, det er jo bare skrevet ind. 0 og 1 og 0 og 1, 0 og 1. Altså, lyd, som er skrevet ind. Bølger, som... som altså, det er så vildt, at det, at, det, at det kan findes, og at det kan blive ved med at findes. Det er helt fantastisk. Det er virkelig tænkt, at man har været på jorden på samme tidspunkt som ham. Ja, jeg havde virkelig troet faktisk, at jeg skulle se opleve ham. Ja. Det har jeg altså haft en idé om. <laughs> men, mm. men jeg føler også, at jeg har gjort det. Men, jeg er ikke, men ikke, ikke in real time. Men vi har vi vi eksisteret på samme tid som ham, og det gør vi ikke længere. Nej, men man har delt den samme luft, måske. I meget, meget små fragmenter. I meget, meget små fragmenter. Det gør mig glad. Det gør mig så glad og taknemmelig. Ikke godt? Jo, har, helt vildt. Hvad hedder det? Har du lyst til at sætte et nummer på, inden vi skal høre vores lille postkort? Øhm, ja, det kan jeg godt. Øh, men vi kan også bare høre postkortet, så kan vi høre noget mere musik bagefter. Øhm, jamen, jamen, det er bare fordi... Er det, nej, det er måske lidt en hård... Ja, 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 det synes jeg lige er en anden ja, overgang. Det er helt klart. Totalt. Jamen, øhm, så, ja, ja, så tror jeg måske bare, at jeg vil fortsætte lidt min, øhm, øh, sådan mit, øh, mit savn hjem til den danske musik. Mm-hmm. Øhm, og så tænkte jeg, at vi måske kunne høre Bonafides nye... S- nye øhm, nummer Walden, som er fra deres kommende album Law, som udkommer den 14. oktober. Og øhm. hvad hedder det? Jeg har altid været tydeligt om skrevet Bonafide eller Bonafide. Ja, altså det kommer jo an på, hvordan man udtaler det. Øh, jeg siger Bonafide. Ja, præcis. <laughs> jeg tror, øh, jeg, jeg tror mest selv, bonafide. de siger øh, Bonafide. Jeg tror mest selv, de siger Bonafide. Okay, Jamen, det er da øhm. meget godt at vide. Det er også bare, fordi jeg er sådan ja. en... Klassisk sproglig er jo blevet. Ja. <laughs> <laughs> det er jo ja. faktisk lidt skørt, ikke? Ja. Ja. Det, jeg synes er virkelig dejligt ved det ved Bonne, eller noget. Jeg synes, der er mange ting, der er virkelig dejlige ved det. det hele projektet har meget sådan en, en verdensbyggende karakter. Og så øh, synes jeg, det er, så, det er øh, Sofia Luna Portra, som synger og skriver, meget, skriver musikken sammen med Emil Palme, som er gitarrist. Øh, og sådan selve komponenterne er ret minimale, altså guitar og sang, men de formår bare at få så meget ud af noget, der er meget, meget simpelt. Jeg synes, det er sjovt, når du siger, at det er sådan verdensbyggende, for jeg føler, at det er sådan en død, ver- det er sådan en død verden, som sådan, det er sådan helt spøgelsesagtigt, ja, og så ja, ja. Sådan, det er ligesom en død verden, som, som de vækker til live. Og sådan også det der med hele det, at al æstetikken er sådan meget sådan sort-hvid. Ja. Øhm, Ja, så det er ligesom sådan et, 
et skuespil øh, i, en, i en død verden, som så bliver bygget, mens man lytter. Meget ja, specielt. Ja. Ja. <laughs> Skal vi høre det nye nummer? Ja, lad os gøre det. Og så pas kort bagefter. Og så pas kort bagefter. Det kommer her.
og det var Walden fra Bonafide. Totalt smukt nummer. Det er som om, det har et lidt andet tempo. Også apropos den verden, det refererer til, som om det er... Ja, det, det, har, det er som om, det har en anden pace. Helt anden. Men det er det, jeg synes, der er så interessant ved det. Også sådan, det er meget, meget drømme. drømmeagtigt. Men det har også virkelig en krop, så det er sådan... Ja, det minder mig meget om sådan... Og det er, der, og det er bare meget længselsfuldt, samtidig med, at det sådan Helt bestemt. er meget fyldt. Altså sådan, det er ligesom rigt, eller sådan... Ja. Øhm. Nå, nu er jeg spændt på... Du sagde, du havde været et postkort. Ja, men det er jo fordi, at apropos det, vi startede med at sige, med bare det der kapløb, så, mm. øh, så, har jeg bare, så var jeg bare fuld af gode idéer. Og, øh, <laughs> og så havde jeg godt været sådan, ej, det er ikke realistisk, men så, øh, så var, øh, hvad hedder det, så JPEG Mafia, og det var jo det, som jeg synes, var, var det jo, så var det jo rigtig komisk, fordi at jeg havde jo lavet et kæmpe build-up øh, i Boogie, <laughs> øh, og reklameret for en koncert, og sagt, at jeg ville komme, og så havde jeg, øh, så havde jeg snakket om den her øh, artist, som skulle varme op for JPEG Mafia, og snakket om deres Instagram, og, øh, hvor, hvor, og det var godt, de kunne forstå dansk, fordi de så ligesom i samme omgang, som jeg anbefalede deres musik, da nummeret Angel Baby, så øh, gav jeg mig også lige, øh, øh, ja, mit take. Og så... Dit uforbeholdende. Mit ufor, min uforbeholdende <laughs> mening. Og, øhm, og så skete der ligesom det, at øh, så, fik, så, så var jeg sådan der, nå, skal vi sgu ikke lige, så bandede jeg igen, nå, skal vi ikke lige lave en lille feature til Boogie? Sådan der, de var, øh, hvad hedder det, da øh, dansede himself varme op for JPEG Mafia, var de kun i Danmark i sådan der et døgn, så der var ikke ligesom ikke tid til at lave et helt Boogie-afsnit, men jeg var sådan der, vi laver en feature. Og øh, så inviterede danset himself sig selv hjem til mig. Æm, meget usædvanligt format. Æm, og så lavede vi lige en lille, en lille feature til Boogie, hvor vi stillede, øh, hvor jeg stillede ham nogle spørgsmål. Og han præsenterede sig selv og noget af sin musik, og sådan hvad han gerne ville. Æm, Mega fedt. Tak. Jeg synes, det var lidt sjovt, ikke? Jo, det er en rigtig god idé at sende hinanden små sådan samtalepostkort. Jamen, fordi det var nemlig også fordi, at du ligesom lige var taget afsted, og så øhm, så, så ville jeg gerne lige vise dig, hvad jeg lavede. Og, så, <laughs> <laughs> og det var så det her. Ja, ja, ja. Who are you? What's up? My name's Denzel himself. Uh, I'm an artist, producer, Loads of things from just out of London, a small place just out of London. Yeah, that's me, yo. <laughs> And if we had to tune in or listen to your music, like what song would you recommend us to hear? <sighs> Man, I feel like anytime anyone's ever asked me, I say my i think my best song that I've released today is a song called Yeah, um, Y-E-A, from an EP I released in 2019 called Gotha. I just think it's like maybe just objectively the best production-wise, performance-wise, I feel like I am. Um, I have done myself. <laughs> What's that one about? Um, 
yeah, it was about being depressed. Um, I made it in a really low time. I was in like a label situation. I wasn't really fucking with. I'm allowed to swear. Yeah, you are allowed to okay, swear. Cool. <laughs> I was in a label situation. I wasn't really fucking with, um, and just generally like emotionally and mentally, I wasn't very well. Um, and I kind of wanted a song that I knew I'd be able to perform, and I knew would be able to kind of purge all of those negative emotions out of me as well as the negative emotions of the people in the crowd who may feel similar so yeah that's why i made it and how do you describe the sound or your sound like yeah that song's in specific but also like what's the sounds that you try to bring forth um so with yeah specifically uh I was in like the whilst again that's from the EP called Gotha and whilst I was making it I was in like the countryside, like just making fucking I described it as like evil club bangers. <laughs> that was that was the, the description. But yeah, I feel like yeah is definitely like my version of like, you know, um like a a mosh pit ready trap song but in my own kind of more nocturnal and gothic like lens so yeah that's kind of like a what tra what my version of trap music would be i'm just always into like you know um distinctive and hard sounding drums really original and like unique arrangements whether it's with the percussion or the melody and just i'm just always trying to make something that would never have been created if I didn't live. That's that's like the through line between anything I do. I don't try and regurgitate anything or I don't try and just um, add to a thing that is done a lot or a lot of people are doing. You know, I, I'd like to think I have a very um, specific mind and specific taste with an interesting, um, like an interesting combination of um, influences and so I feel like, you know, my approach to what I do is to try and bring forth those that inspiration and those influences in in a way that the world just wouldn't experience if I didn't live. Proper. <laughs> I'm going to sip some of this green smoothie. Was... Yeah, that was like a one-liner. Drop okay. the mic. Yes. <laughs> Period. In the city magic How I give it up Been wrapping niggas up Team captain which or what Lean like it's Indica 27Q Been batting for the club Like the lyrics but Clean like a scissor cut 
Man, I wish I was free from the prison that I seem to be prisoned of. Suicidal thoughts got me thinking this enough. Tried to make a change, but just didn't live it up. I keep it back, Wodey. So I don't barge You ain't know how it feel to be so scarred You wanna fucking kill yourself in your own yard But I grit it, the train won't miss it If you, if you flitting, you can kick it Won't be timid, I'm specific Cutting niggas off like a race car drifting Colors peeling off, hope I get it Either way, at least I'll die like a wild boy Off break, I'll toy Got face, cowboy, Yanni leads me to uh, your tagline which is uh, leader of the and it world goth league or just goth league world well, goth league mm. hell yeah <laughs> can you elaborate on that can I elaborate on that <laughs> should I elaborate in the interview as an interview should I maybe maybe talk more no I'm playing um, yeah leader of the world goth league um, I feel like not not super duper duper long ago, um, an ex-partner of mine introduced me to, um, it was a, it was a, it was a speech from a particular musician. Um, they had won like an award and they were speaking and when they were speaking, they were talking about, you know, their view on certain things and just talking about, you know, just, um, yeah, just, I guess their view and just their lens on, on certain things regarding, art itself and rare, rare, rare. Um, I wouldn't mention who the musician is, but a big part of their brand was like gothica and such and such. And I resonated so deeply with what they were saying, but I felt how they presented themselves. I felt the combination of how they presented themselves alongside what the message was and like how it kind of seemed, um, you know, maybe to initially based off how they looked or how they presented themselves, you wouldn't necessarily think that they had such 
a meaningful or like you know an impactful message and that inspired me a lot to kind of run with the the goth kind of world and the goth kind of just mantra because you know Denzel himself like aside not that I would make that much of a differentiation between me as an artist and me personally but the artist aside like um I'm like very like particular nature like I do have quite like a specific personality and character and there are loads of things that I love and loads of things that I do hate and so (laughs) (laughs) yeah there are loads of things that I love and loads of things that I do hate and I have never been that type of um like you know life of the party kind of like like a, an everybody person, you know? I've always been very particular with, you know, who I fuck with and, and, and what I like and why I like it and such. And I feel um, to some people in the past like that has come across as maybe like standoffish or whatever, but I just feel I'm, you know, very intentional and I, I always listen to my gut. And so, again, going back to the interview of the musician that my, my ex-partner showed me, I felt that just that, 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 that word and just that world of, of goth and gothica was um just super fitting for me and I kind of ran with it since so yeah that's what how what is it about the goth? Goth so obviously I know like initially like when you hear the word you're thinking of like you know like black lipstick black nails pale skin and and that's understandable but there's gothic literature there's gothic architecture for me goth and like gothica is uh it's an approach or a lens or like a um it's a rhetoric or a rationale in which something is approached um so that's what it means to me and for me personally when i say that it's just leaning away from you know what is um predictable regurgitated or just universally understood or accepted as suitable or beautiful or normal because I don't really necessarily find that like that's who or what I am in my default state. Mm. So you know. And also, I suggest like an emphasis on the nocturnal. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just yeah, perfect. That's it. You know, just kind of embracing my natural temperament, which you know isn't the the huge fuzzy teddy bear that's everyone's friend and everyone can hug like that's not me no period <laughs> the cowboy <laughs> goth cowboy perfect so okay i've never asked anyone that question before actually and i don't know why but like um as an artist like what um what do you consider like your assets Assets. Yeah, in terms of like, is it like, do you feel like your str- like, uh, is it your productions? Do you feel like the strongest, or like, is it your lyricism, or is it like the combination, or like the how you know what what do you, what what's your strength? What do you consider your strength? Um, <clears throat> as an artist, as an artist, like holistically, I feel that my strength is my mind and my taste because. I know, I can say, for instance, I feel I'm a stronger rapper than I am a director or I'm a stronger music producer than I am a creative director or whatever the fuck it is. Like, mm. But I feel 
why my people fuck with me so hard and why when people come across me I can I feel I can retain you know supporters and like retain my community is because of my mind because at the end of the day whether it's production for myself or for someone else whether it's the way that I would dress whether it's uh me singing a chorus for someone else's song all of it comes from my mind and my taste and I feel when you lean into yourself and you know yourself well then you don't question what it is that you like and what it is that your intuition you know innately tells you to do and tells you to lean into when you're consistent in basically being a slave to your intuition there's no there's no real reason anyone would leave because the one thing or the many things that they initially fucked with you for it's like on tap there's like a guarantee they're gonna have it forever you know what I'm saying? yeah but it's just funny what you're saying <laughs> the thing that they fuck with is on tap where that came from biatch <laughs> basically there's more to fuck with you feel me but no like yeah like no that's, that's kind of that's for real how i see it it's, it's kind of like if you go on a date if you go on a date and you try and be something that you presume you, you know that your romantic interest will like and that's not necessarily who you are that means you're performing and you're gonna run out or you're gonna be found out whereas if you go on a date and you are militantly yourself and everything you do and everything <laughs> you don't do if they fall in love with you or if they begin to like you they're gonna fall in love with you because you're not gonna change all of the things that they love it's going to be consistent, mm. you know. So that's that's kind of how I see it. Like, I don't really... I don't audition when it comes to music. I don't try to win anyone. I will be exactly who the fuck I've been when I had 16 people listening to me on SoundCloud versus who I am performing in front of 1,200 people at Amagabayo tonight. <laughs> Just plugging the JPEG Mafia live Europe support tour. <laughs> We're here. Um, how long have you been releasing music? I've been releasing music properly since like 2016. I've been making music and like fucking around and finding myself before then, but 2016 was the first time my, like I, I released like an official music video for any of my stuff. You know, my stuff was on all of the DSPs and stuff, so... Yeah, 2016, but um, yeah. Um, uh, like okay, so what kind of music besides your own are you uh, fucking with with at the moment? At the moment, oh, <laughs> there's this band that I come across literally about three weeks ago called Triathlon. Um, they're from somewhere in America, but they're fucking tight. They really, they recently released an album called Spin, um, and yeah, I love, I like a lot of the songs on the record. I love their music videos. The front man, the front man, um, and and another gentleman directs and edits all their videos. So again, there's that consistency, which I love in you know that consistency to to their world and universe. But yeah, Triathlon, I'm fucking with hard. Yeah, what, like if there is. Uh, particular song you like dreams. dreams that's the opening song from the record okay so this will probably be the part you play dreams yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah shout out to triathlon y'all <laughs> 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 
like what made made you want to produce music yourself because when i was younger i haven't i have an older sister who's only two years above me but when we were younger obviously we've always loved music and like for instance you know when let's just say i don't know amory why don't we fall in love you know that song you you see the music video you have the cd you love it okay cool but then amory she'll perform it live on like a live tv like program or something and she won't do the harmonies that she does on record she she makes little changes me and my sister used to hate that or we used to be like no instead of doing this why don't you do it like that and i feel like from a very young because i'm talking about when i'm like five okay so i'm talking I, I feel like from a very young age i've always just known what i liked and i've always enjoyed what my taste in expression was and it kind of came to a point where i was like i mean i know so much about the nuances in production and in music and songs and stuff i feel i could probably do it um and so i gave it a shot and we're here yo <laughs> rocking and rolling <laughs> Like recently, I've I've come to like question like, what's my interest in making music? Like, why do I make it? Because I could never. I'm pouring water. You know, for me, playing music and what like what I really enjoy about it is like the conversation that you have with other people. Like, sometimes it can feel strange. I I'd be like, I don't care about the audience. I care about like what it is that we do and how I feel while I'm performing or how um. Um, if I felt like I got it, like the right things out in the track, meanwhile playing it, or like I, I, I am not. Um, I have had like a solo project, but that doesn't turn me on really, um, because for me it's just always about like having the space to meet people, and I know like that's very different. Um, also, like, I'm playing in a band and we have different ambitions and different things that we desire. And for me, like, I could do it at home or I could do it, you know, wherever. But what, what is it that you, uh, what, what do you desire? What are you striving for? I'm striving for my art and my style of expression in all of the mediums that I'm involved with to have as deep, as interplanetary and as long-lasting an effect on, you know, the correct people or the people who it naturally speaks to as much as possible. That's why I do what I do, you know. I think back to moments I'd be listening to, say, like Jay Dilla or Jay Davey, MF Doom, like all of these artists and musicians who have, like, completely changed my life and when I think about how deeply just through them choosing to express themselves unflinchingly in the way that they do how deeply of an effect it had on me I'm like I it would be my honor to kind of join the ranks of artists of you know of, of any of any discipline that just can have the power and you know the the emotional kind of um, luxury of having that deep of an effect on people because, you know, art is powerful and music's extremely powerful. And I feel when your intention towards what you create and how you create is, is pure, 
and the intent is 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 to heal yes exactly or it's coming from love then i feel you know i feel the universe um repays you back a lot because you know music isn't music isn't really a game in terms of how much potential power it can have no 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 that was also the <clears> thing that was like I, I, I could hear it was a bit unclear but for me it doesn't for me the goal is never to get like a certain to, like because it was also because I saw it the other day that you're supposed to, like you're going for a Grammy you know and like and I could never think of that mm. but for me it's like it's always like very uh um like at a specific point in time like how can I be as as intentional and as um uh what do you call it um transparent you know as 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 a and like how to get away like cut away all the crap that could um uh like things I would do to not be myself to avoid being myself just to contaminate the yeah. purity yeah oh yeah no, 100%. So for me, that's really what it's about. Um, it's Maybe it's also a question of, like, a matter of... of... Uh, believing in one's potential more than, like... Like, the getting the gra- Grammy, for instance, mm. is not the goal, but the effect... Like, the like the like what happens if you are to get a Grammy, like, that's the goal, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say, that the Grammy itself, like, people judging or quantifying the quality or value of my work means nothing to me. I don't necessarily have interest in that many people's, is like, taste or opinion, especially on what I do. <laughs> so it's not that aspect of it that I care about, it's the fact of who that can inspire, someone like me winning or achieving certain accolades like that who it can inspire and what it can ignite you know um so that's why i say you know i'm gonna win a grammy because i am gonna win a grammy but it's not because i care about the the opinions of the board or whoever judges it's because i can walk on that stage and there can be a young girl or a young boy or whoever the fuck age isn't relevant but there can be someone who is the same tribe as me see me win and be like i can fucking do anything because that's how i felt whenever i saw my idols win or achieve anything i'm just like and that's why i'm here that's the only reason i'm here because i saw people who i know are like me or who i know have similar um psyches to me and personalities to me i've seen them win on their own accord you know on their own ground and i'm just like let's fucking get it then you know what i'm saying (laughs) i know what you're saying you know. I know what you're saying. So okay, so now we're entering entering autumn, fall, winter. Like how um, and you're you're gonna tour the next ten days, and then after that, like what what we'll be working on, and what is it that you, like you want to um, like what are you aspiring towards, like what 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 do you focus on now? So straight after the tour, um, I'm making a few music videos because I have a very um, small project that I'm gonna put out in winter. And the reason I wanna put that, the reason I wanna put that out um, in winter is because now I'm I'm gonna be on the road way more, and so I kind of want just a new burst of life 
song-wise that I can put into my live set just to kind of steer the direction of it, you know, towards something a bit more um, aggressive when I want it to be. Um, so yeah, I just have a bit of a an angry EP. Okay, that was exciting. Um, like I was again, I was not so specific. Would you understand what I was? It was just like what what vibe are you? Yeah. Okay, what do you want more of in your yeah? Exactly. Theme. So yeah, an angry EP, just something small um, coming out this winter. <laughs> but um, mainly, I'm working on you know my new record that. I'm wanting to put out in like the first quarter of next year. So every day of this tour, I've just been on the fucking um, on the bus, like with my laptop headphones on, just fucking going for it, you know, like driving past Belgium and Germany at like 3 a.m. with like my fucking shitty fake AirPods on, just trying to figure out pretty chords and stuff. So, yeah, just generally more new music and kind of just creating you know a fun and exciting just new environment for my existing supporters but of course the new ones that I'm gonna make because after this tour that's not the last of my live shit there's a lot there's a lot more stuff in winter so on the road rocking rocking and rolling living it loving it (laughs) goth cowboy heard it first Thank you so much. And okay, the last uh, request I have is, mm, is there a song that you can always, okay, and that, I, I, if I had somebody ask me this question, then I would have no clue what to answer. But like, is there, can you name one of the songs that you always, always love, which gives you life, you know? Mm-hmm. The first song that came to mind was To You, For You by Slum Village. Um, I first heard that when I was like maybe 14 or 15 and... They're from UK too, aren't they? No, 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 no from no, Detroit, Detroit, America, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Dilla and stuff. Ah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, To You, For You by Slum Village, I feel. When I first heard that record up until now, I feel the exact same way. It feels like someone just hugging my soul that's kind of maybe corny as that sounds that's literally no, no, that's no. literally it's that it feels like a warm cup of like hot cocoa or something for my soul i love that song thank you so much nah. thank you for your time and mind fuck hell yeah <laughs> I said you took it there. What's up with you? Hey, what's up with you? What you gonna do? You want me, don't you? I know you do. I know yeah, I want you to. I want you to. You wanna do me? I know it's me. Yeah, I know it's me. I hope it's me. See when you notice me. Notice me. I noticed you. I notice you. You say what up? Say what up? What up with you? What up with you? The things you do and who you do it to. Watch what you do. I'm seeing you. I know what's good for you. Good for you. It's just 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 for you. Me. For us to split, it must be met. 
for us to split. I be the man. I be the man. I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. I be the man. I be the man. See what you do. It's up to you. It's up to you. What you do. It's up to you. 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 Smile in my face to show me the night. But behind my back, you you be bringing the wacky stuff. When you say, I should buzz on some stuff. On my Disney, do that dance trick. Nah, everything you do, you fall back. Hey, you lack, cause you be bringing the wacky stuff. The f just running this mouth. I ain't seeing that. Too, you making up. But you want my, and you want my, and you want my, I want your click in a special way. 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 Det var lige øhm, første gang, vi lige hørte noget med Della her i Boogie. Det er rimelig øhm, about that time på en måde, er det ikke? Det var rimelig about time. Var det ikke? Jo, det synes jeg. <laughs> ja. Det synes jeg. Øhm, Ej, hvor var det fedt. Hallo, tusind tak for postkort. Jamen, det var da så lidt. Postkort. Totalt dejligt. Ja, ja. Hjemmefra. Postkort fra værelset. Jamen, det er det postkort, ja, det er det postkort fra værelset, hvis man ikke... Altså, hvis øh, jeg ikke kan komme ud til verden, så må verden komme hjem til mig. <laughs> det er også lidt det elektriske barometer-agtigt, føler jeg, at sidde der på sit værelse. Præcis. Men så er det som om personen fra radioen sidder i sofaen eller lænestolen. Og jeg også er personen. Og du. <laughs> Mange level. Det var i hvert fald virkelig... Det var super fedt, at du lige lavede en opfølgning på et stort build-up. Mega dejligt. Var det en god koncert? Det var en rigtig god koncert. Fedt. Øhm, hvad hedder det? Ja, så hvad hedder det? Vi har jo, vi har jo øh, lidt tid tilbage, og vi har både... Altså, der er noget lidt... Ja, øh, vi har jo lytterønsket. Skal det være det sidste? Fordi ja, vi er jo ved at være... Ja, lad os, på, øh, lad os slutte på lytterønsket. Sådan, jeg havde er der noget, lidt, vi skal høre inden da? Jamen, jeg havde lidt haft lyst til at lave en anbefaling. Øh, fordi jeg har været, fordi jeg ville jo gerne have spillet noget ny musik i dag, men nu endte jeg med at spille noget, øh, et ældre nummer. Men jeg ville gerne have spillet et nummer med Sudan Archives øh, fra albumet Natural Brown Prom Queen. Øh, og øh, ja, øh, altså for det første... 
så synes jeg, alt er enig med alt. Øhm, og så øh, for det andet, så, øhm, så synes jeg bare, det er jo ligesom, hvad hedder det, Sudan Archives er jo også en violinist og sanger og alt det hele. Og der er sådan et nummer, der hedder Selfish, Selfish Soul, som handler om øhm, meget om hår, faktisk. Øhm, og det er, det er bare nogle spørgsmål, som, sådan, som jeg har alle de ting, der står. Det er ligesom sådan nogle ting, jeg stiller, spørgsmål, jeg stiller mig selv hver dag. Og øh, det er bare ret rart, at der er nogen, der ligesom så synger det. Ja, ja. Øhm, så lad os høre det, inden vi hører postkort. Eller hvad? Fedt. Fordi jo, at hun spiller på Hotel Cecil den 12. november. Gør hun? Ja. Ej, oh my god. Nå, vildt. Så der kan vi også hun, ses, ja. øh, kære lytter. Oj. <laughs> så det kommer lige FOMO. her. FOMO. FOMO. Men det, hun kommer nok også forbi. Jamen, spørgsmålet er, om hun kommer til Bristol. Ja. Hmm. Eller som, ja. London nok. Ja. Ja, der, skal, der må finde sig en, en vej for mig. Det gør der. Helt sikkert. Her kommer Selfish Soul. Den tror jeg, det, det tror jeg bliver en god koncert. Ja, ikke Mega god. Altså, natural brown prom queen. Altså, relatable content, am I right? <laughs> jeg har meget snart fødselsdag, så, eller ja, nu når du kan høre det, kan jeg lytte, har jeg haft fødselsdag, så det er for sent med en lykkeønskning, men 
Ja. Øhm, <laughs> men giv mig den alligevel. Det, det er et helt, ja. det, jeg har cirka fødselsdag en uge. Øh, plus minus, altså minus dagen, altså en uge før og en uge efter. Så kom med et lytterønske, <laughs> øh, kom med en fødselsdagshilsen. Ej, jeg skulle altså, have lavet en fødselsdagssang til dig, ligesom du gjorde for mig, dengang jeg ikke havde fødselsdag. Nu har du jo fødselsdag. Ja, Agne, det, det kan du så have tænkt lidt mere over. Dårligt. Mm, Men for det kan blive... være, du får den næste uge. Så. Ja, ja. Mm, det gør jeg nok ikke, vel? Det ved vi godt begge to. Du får to. den off. Du får den off jeg får den off air. Det, der så til gengæld er, lad os holde tonen god her til sidst. Og øhm, det gør vi simpelthen ved, at vi lige siger, at øhm, vi havde jo en sidste. Det var romantikken, skat. Yeah. Det var den, vi skulle tilbage til. <laughs> det er den, vi slutter på. Uh-ha. Vores sang. Vores sang. Det var nemlig... Men må jeg høre... Kan du lige, kan you elaborate? Ja, men det er, øh, jeg fik en sms fra vores øh, ven og lytter, Villas, der mm-hmm. skriver, jeg, jeg siger, det er et lytterønske, men altså, jeg får i hvert fald øh, beskeden i går. Har du spillet den her sang i Boogie? Spørgsmålstegn. Hjerte. <laughs> så, så, et lytterspørgsmål. Meget konkret. <laughs> ja, en ordre og et spørgsmål. Øhm, og så siger jeg bare, perfekt, skal jeg optage med i morgen, så det gør jeg der. Og det er nemlig, hvad hedder det, Nick Hakim med Happen. Og vi to, Agnete, vi har jo hørt det her nummer sammen, da vi var ude at køre i sommer. Yeah. Vi var på en lille tur og fik en sneak peek på hele albumet. Øhm, og jeg troede egentlig, det skulle udgives gennem Touching Base, men, øh, men det ved jeg ikke. Øh, det skal det så. Der står, øh, der står, at det var et eller andet øh, ato. Men øh, vi, hør, vi hørte i hvert fald nu albumet, og det var en fornøjelse. Og det her nummer, det minder lidt, det mindede mig lidt om Thomas Dybdal. Og det var sådan lidt hyggeligt lige at få den med. Mm. Øhm, så det nummer kommer her. Tusind, tusind tak for i dag. Øh, og det var fantastisk øh, at snakke med dig, øh, hvor du ikke var i skoven. Det, 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 det gør meget for mig i hvert fald. <laughs> ja, jeg nød, jeg nød det også, vil jeg sige. Det var, ja, ja. Lad, lad os holde fast i, den, i det her format. Ja, lad os gøre det fire Så gange for tilbage. Dig og mig. Ja. Og tak Plus. for i dag, lytter. Tak for i dag. Tak fordi du lytter med. Hej hej. Og på hej. genhør. Ja. Hej. <laughs>